you can tell your story. That's the one thing you have is your story. And see, a lot of us are afraid to tell our story because we're afraid of what, what is Jared going to think about me? What is this one going to think about me? But guess what? When I told that story in my church, when I tell that story just to be talking about it because I'm free of it, guess what? Other people begin to say, hey, man, you know, I got that challenge, too, and I was afraid to say it. So it's an, your story is an empowerment. Welcome to Star of the Doubts. I'm your host, Jared Easley. Joining us today is a fabulous guest. His name is Brian Orr. Welcome, Brian. I've always wanted to be a guest on Star of the Doubts. So whether you're doing this just to make me feel good and it's never actually going to air or it airs, either way, I'm just I'm just happy. Uh, I, I anticipate this to air, but I, I do want to let the record reflect that you have been on Star of the Doubts. It just wasn't as a exclusive That's interview. That's true. So let's That's talk about true. that for a minute. You did a presentation. This was now over a year ago. And we repurposed that presentation because I thought it was so good on Star of the Doubts as an episode. So there's going to be some people who've been sticking around for a while. They're going to remember that. But let's just tell that story for a moment. Okay. So yeah, I coming into, I guess it was called Podcast Florida was the event that I was speaking at. Coming into that, I hadn't been really podcasting that long. I, I don't know if maybe probably about a year at that point. And uh, what I had found out that I decided was you know valid to speak about was that I, I, I was thinking too much about myself when it came to podcasting. I was worried too much about my voice. I was worried too much about all kinds of things. And so essentially, that's what I talked about. And, and I kind of decided to make it a little bit of a stand-up piece. It, my wife didn't feel like it went too well, but some people laugh, so it, that was all right. It is all right. So normally, I introduce the guest co-host first, but I'm going to do that after I've introduced the featured guest. Today, our guest host is Daniel Fleury. Daniel is a visionary, and uh, he's been going around infecting people at PodFest, which some people might think that, ooh, that's gross, but he's got a reason for his madness. So Daniel, if you just take a minute and tell us a little bit about what you're up to. Hey, greetings, everybody. Now you have been infected. We're vision carriers, and I'm with Veterans Changing Lives of America. We know freedom is not free. And one of the things that we do is we lead veterans to our site so they can go directly to the VA. So I'm at the podcast today. I'm like a baby in this. I'm learning how to podcast. I'm learning how to do these things. One is so I can get even with my children and act like I know what I'm doing. But the other thing is so we can get the word out to our vets. So if you go to veteranschangingliesofamerica.org and you click on it, all you have to do is send it out to other, other people, family members, and they'll be able to infect somebody that can lead a veteran to get the benefits that they rightly deserve. Thank you. So, Daniel, I'm glad you're here. Brian is a coach, right? So he gives his experience and his advice to people in business who are wanting to take things to a new level and grow. So, Brian, since we have you here, Daniel's uh, working on this new idea. So maybe perhaps you can give him an opinion or two that might be helpful to him if that's something that we could try. Okay, sure. We can do that. Now, to start with, in coaching, I don't give opinions because my opinion doesn't mean anything. My opinion is no more valid than anybody else's. So to start with, I would say when you're speaking to people, who is your target profile? Who is the person that you're most looking to reach with your message? Well, that's a great question. My target audience is uh, veterans. But what we do do is uh, we want to not only impact veterans, we want to impact their family members. We want to impact their children. So that would be our primary target audience. But we want everybody to be vision carriers, so you don't actually have to be a vision a veteran to be a vision carrier. Gotcha. So if I'm hearing you correctly, it sounds to me like people who either are veterans, families of veterans, and people who appreciate the military are, are the people who you're primarily going to be targeting, correct? That's correct. Okay. And you have a great way of 
speaking your message in the first place. That's one thing that I talk a lot about is finding a unique way to communicate who you are and what you do. And I like when you talk about infecting people. That's that's a really good a really good message. But the next thing that I would ask as a as a coach would be, what are some questions that you can ask people to find out more about them and see where they're at in the process and, and if they're going to be a good fit for the message that you have. Okay. One of the things that I've implemented in with my target audience is get them to interact with us. I mean, I'm not actually doing a podcast, but when I actually infect you, I get you to interact with you. You may have a, a father or you may have somebody that you know. So it gives you an opportunity to talk about not only yourself, but also talk about the people, the circle of influence that you have. I would greatly appreciate any other advice that I can use to continue to empower myself so I can be an empowerment to others. Yeah, absolutely. And what you're, and really, you've nailed it here that in the online world, especially, so if you're talking about podcasting or blogging or writing or whatever it is, people tend to want to push a message. And pushing a message can only get you so far. The real power, and, and Jared has shown this time and time again, I always hold him up as kind of an example of this. The real power is making connections with another human being and giving them something to walk away with that they can then use in their lives. And so not only do people know, like, and trust you after you've shared with them and found out about their lives and allowed them to share it with you, but they take away something that they know what to do next. They know, they know walking away from meeting you for the first time, what is it that they can do? That's right. We've had several people that have been infected by the vision. And they've called us up and they may have something else going on. But because we were able to, the resources, have somebody that could help them, which has nothing to do with veterans, we were able to empower them with that information. So I don't know if that's, you know, we're still learning each one, teach one. So I don't know if that's uh, something that I need to improve on as far as I pour into other people. So maybe you can give me some insight on that. Yeah, the, the power is always in the application, not in the information. So information is good in order to communicate to people so they know kind of who you are and what you're about and how right. they can interact with you. But you want to get into the application as quickly as possible. Okay. What is it that someone can do in order to interface with, with what you do? So for example, right now, obviously I have a lot of people in my family who've been in the military and I care a lot about the military, supporting the military, but I don't know yet what it is that I can do in order to connect with what it is that you do. Because I, I love your passion. I love who you are. But I would want to know that more quickly, Okay, what it is that I can do next. Okay. And that's great. I, I, I appreciate that. And I'll, I'll incorporate that into what I do. Would you have us any suggestions from what you heard so far from me in how I can present that? So, for example, if I meet you and I infect you and I tell you that I want you to be a vision carrier and that you can go to the site and you can lead people to VA who has all these different programs, is it another way that I can approach you to empower you to, to empower somebody else? Yeah. I mean, so when you say vision carrier, that's a really nice thing that I want to, I want to be a vision carrier, right? I don't want to be a, I mean, what, what does it say if I'm not a vision carrier? I'm, I don't have any vision, you know, right? So I want to be part of what you're doing. So how do I do that though? Because I can tell you, yeah, I want to be a vision carrier, but I would love if there was a, if there was a vision carrier's pledge okay. that I could go and I could that's sign great. up for. And so that's what you could say. You could say, I've got a website. It's very short, easy to remember. Here it is. Boom. And if you go there, you can sign the Vision Carrier's Pledge to join what forces with me and what I'm doing. I could see you actually, because you have a good humor and you carry yourself well, I could see you actually going up to people and saying, 
you, you're infected, you're visionary. Let, let's say the pledge. Let's raise your right hand. Mm-hmm. Repeat after me. Yeah, I state that. your name. You know, and, and then you kind of walk them through two or three lines of what they could do. And maybe the, the back of your business card, which is awesome, by the way, maybe that could have steps one, two, three of how someone can be a visionary in their community to lead people who are veterans to water, if you will. That's great. And, and I appreciate that, Jared. Now, you know, you just you just empowered me to have to go to Vista and wait till they have a sale so I can get a new car. <laughs> Gave a plug for Vista. <laughs> but, but you just get him as a sponsor. That's what you got to do. I mean, don't you listen to this stuff here? Vista, man. I'm talking hey, on you know, podcast. What's look, going on? Look, look, I'm a veteran. I've got yeah, 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 yeah. cause here. Do you want to be part of what I'm doing? You know, absolutely. So, But at any rate, I really appreciate it. And that's the whole thing about pouring into each other. You know, we all have businesses, even though this... Ours is a nonprofit organization, but we all have businesses. So when I come to these different functions and I meet people like Jared, I meet people like yourself, this way I can say, hey, listen, I met so-and-so, or I was empowered by these two guys who now gave me, hey, listen, put this on your card. That's why it's very important that we get out to these different functions. It's good. It's a new way to communicate. And we have to educate people on how to communicate. That's just how it is. The only kind of communication that as far as in what I'm doing is when you hear something on the news that the VA is bad or the VA is this, but so everybody takes on that kind of persona and instead of looking at, wait a minute, they got a lot of stuff going on. And maybe um, if somebody opens his door and I can see it, then I can become what? A vision carrier. So everybody right now on that's listening, take the pledge. I pledge to be a vision carrier. I pledge to do my best. I pledge to give back to my country and do for my country instead of just doing for myself. I am now infected, and we don't need no penicillin. All you need is empowerment. Amen. <laughs> There's some people who probably do need penicillin to listen yeah. to the show. Yeah, probably. <laughs> That's unfortunate, but it's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I really appreciate this, given this time. You know, I'm a little bashful. I'm coming out of my closet, so y'all work with me, man, and keep me in your prayers. But I'm so grateful. I mean, this is awesome, man. I'm, I didn't know nothing about podcasting. And a friend of mine, James, who goes to my church, invited me to come here. So I, you know, I, I put up a few dollars. Don't worry. I, you know, I went into my account. You can go into your account and come to a function. I did. I didn't know about podcasting. At any rate, but, you know, more so, man, I just meet the beautiful people in this industry. It's just phenomenal. And I'm learning other stuff. I'm learning how to periscope. And my kids are freaking out because they're saying, Dad, I'm 61 years old. So if I can do it at 61, Anybody can really do it. So I would encourage you if you're out there. We have podcast 2016 that's coming up in Chicago, and hopefully you'll see me there. If you see me there, walk up to me and say, hey, I'm a vision carrier. You'll know me. You'll see me with the little military hat on, and I'm a a brother. Not that I'm getting into the cultural stuff, but I'm big. I'm overweight. (laughs) I'm obese. For all my obese You're brothers. Big bone. You're big bone. <laughs> For all my obese all brothers. And every time somebody tells me that, I tell them they're just jealous because they don't have a wife that cooks well. But you can come out. Come out. I'm asking you, come out to podcast 2016. If you don't do it for anything else, especially if you're a senior, get even with your kids. Man, when they, when they find out what you're doing, it'll blow their minds because they're just learning how to do it. So let's come out to podcast uh, 2016 in Chicago. Daniel, I wanted uh, Brian to speak to something real quick. Uh, Brian, Daniel's getting into, uh, he's immersing himself into some of this new media stuff. And I'm sure you've seen this where there can be a, a tendency, there's so many shiny objects. There's so many opportunities, but not every opportunity is the right opportunity. So what advice would you have for Daniel as he's trying to 
be that visionary, trying to empower people to, you know, to help veterans. What is some caution that you'd give to him so that he's not necessarily getting distracted? Yeah. So this is something that I did. And I think almost everyone has to go through a little bit, but I, I want to save you from the, the worst of it. Focus on what it is that you do. Focus on what it is that you're good at, the things that represent your natural personality. You don't have to be different than who you are. You just have to put in the work. And so for somebody like you, you know, put in the work on what your message is. Know what it is that you say to people. Ask people questions. Find out after you get done saying the pledge, say, okay, now and we'll step back here a second. Tell me what you thought about. What did you think about that? Did that, that bother you? Is there anything about that I could have improved? And you get feedback from people who you're interacting with. Don't spend a bunch of money on tools. Don't spend a bunch of money on hosting. Don't spend a bunch of money on outsourcing stuff or any of that kind of stuff, especially in the early stages. Later on, once you become very comfortable with your voice, very comfortable with your message, very comfortable behind a microphone, then you'll be able to decide and decipher which one of those things are priorities for you. But in the meantime, just really focus on putting in the work and getting your message very clear. Well, I tell you, this is awesome. And, and all, all my, my, my seniors out there, all my, my young learning organization, look at the information you got. You just got I don't know how long have you been in the industry. Uh, a little over two years now. And he's been a little over two years. So just imagine him coming through the desert. Just picture that in your mind. He came through the desert and he got to his oasis. So now instead of me having to come through that desert, he's giving me information where, not that I didn't want to go through the desert, so don't be starting to judge me here. But, but he's giving me information where I can get right to the oasis. And that's the whole blessing. That's why we got to get this. That's why we got to network. We got to come out. And you, you don't just have to be podcaster. Just be who you are. Like he just said, my natural personality is I love people. I enjoy people. I enjoy being around people. So what I would suggest, even if you don't make it to a podcast, go online. Go. You can visit some of these websites. Get yourself involved in this new movement. And once again, put your hand up because I know you were like, hey, am I really a vision carrier? Okay, you took the pledge. Now that you took the pledge, you heard what he said. I got to get more into what, you know, who you are and what you are. Now you actually can actually start doing that right now. Now look at the time that he spent buying all these different equipment. He's actually saved us money. And you know, we like saving money because we're fashionably frugal, right? Uh-huh. I know. But at any rate, God is good. We thank you. I really, really appreciate the brothers from, I mean, I just met the brother Gerard yesterday. And we laughed and we choked and he, he empowered my spirit. I mean, I, I just met this guy yesterday. And so that's what I'm saying. You know, each one teach one. So let's get out there. And let's start making some changes. OK, Daniel, this show is called Starve the Doubts. So the people who are listening to this, in most cases, they're, they're navigating certain circumstances and they're wanting to overcome self-doubt to, to work through things and have accomplishments. And I'd love to hear your perspective on because you're a veteran, you've been through a lot of life experience. What are some uh, a specific example where you've had self-doubt, but you've been able to push through and see some progress from that? You know, a lot of people think that, oh, you know, you can't let nobody. The first thing is you got to accept that, that all the things that happened to you could have been for a reason. We, we don't know what that reason is. Maybe you don't know what that reason is. But the first thing you have to do is get honest with yourself. If you don't get honest with yourself, then how are you going to bring about change? So if you admit, hey, listen, this is this about me, this is that about me, then you have the, you're now on the boat to change, but you have to make a decision to change. You just can't be on the boat. If you don't jump in the water, you're just making a decision. So once you make that decision to change, you can go back and look at stuff that you've done, stuff that you wouldn't want to change. And what I would suggest is that you get accountability partner, a closed mouth to trust a friend and don't get no gossiper. 
Remember, you took the pledge. You're a vision carrier. You go get a gospel, he's going to carry the wrong message and carry the mess. And we don't want you to do that. So just for a thing, you know, I'm as a veteran, I'm a, I have a cirrhotic liver. I have encephalopathy. I have a lot of different things that could hold me back. But, you you know, as you as I cleared that wreckage and I begin to be empowered and I begin to talk to people who had things that's similar to mine, I begin to see that I can walk through those valleys. And when I walk through those valleys and got through them, it began to empower me. And then you got to give back. You got to help people. You got to reach back over that mountain and bring somebody up. So if you're keeping it to yourself, basically what you're doing, you're not giving it away. And if you start giving it away, guess what? It's going to empower you. So one of the things that I do is I go into hospitals and I visit people that are that are sick for my church. I'll go up in there and visit with them. And so when I do that, when I'm sitting there, I can say to myself, but for the grace of God, that could be me. So those are some of the things that you can do. But the first thing I would suggest is the main thing. If you have to admit to yourself that something is going on and we're in denial about what's going on with us, we're in an illusion. So my thing is, it's easier to forgive a child that's afraid of the dark. But the real tragedy in life are adults who are afraid of the light. So keep seeking light. Now put up your hand again. Are you a vision carrier? Absolutely. Okay. We're going to carry the message and not the mess. Not the mess. Wow. Okay. Brian, how do you follow that? I don't. (laughs) I just wish that... I wish that I had Daniel skills of uh, of weaving these lines. I you know like I, I'm supposed to be a story coach here, and I can't come up with anything like that. So, Dan, who are some people that uh, inspire you? Well, first of all, my father inspired me. He was a a West Indian immigrant who came to this country with nothing, and uh, basically he had to find his way. So he that's another form of a person who who had to come to a foreign land. He had to learn how to be a U.S. citizen, and he could hardly read or write. But what are the things he could do? He was inspired by his ancestors. And so all of that has been poured into me. Now, of course, you know, I have other people. I would like Nelson Mandela. Everybody knows Nelson Mandela because, you know, he was a president. But I he was inspired to me to fortitude to stay in a prison for 27 years. Now, in my life, I've been in prison in my mind for many years. And so being in prison in my mind for many years and then being released, I had I felt like a, a connection to Mandela. I felt a connection to my old man, my father, excuse me, when he came here and he didn't know anybody and he had to start learning the connections that we're talking about. So with that being said, you know, we once again have to know that where we come from. I mean, you know, when you know where you come from, when you know your family history and you begin to understand the people that poured into you, the people that sacrificed so I can be on this mic is empowerment himself. Now, as far as I like J. Edgar Hoover, if that's his name, because I, I like to, I'm an investigator, but you know, I think I am. At least my wife says I'm crazy, but but I like investigation. So he 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 inspired me, believe it or not. And I, I you know, I, there's other people that have inspired me, but mainly it's been my old man who, when he passed away, he passed away a millionaire, and he came to this country with nothing. So that tells me that there's no ceilings. There could be cultural differences. There can be all kind of stuff. There can be all kind of things that we go through. But my old man, because he was able to do it with nothing, tells me that there's no ceilings and sky's the limit. Now, raise your hand. I am a vision carrier. I promise to carry the message. I promise to carry the message. And not the mess. And not the mess. 
<laughs> this is what I call application. I've never given uh, some feedback to somebody and had them apply it so quickly. So uh, Daniel wins that award for sure. All right, Brian, I'm having fun here. Daniel's bringing the goods. What Absolutely. questions do you have for Daniel? Let's let's not cut it out too short, man. Oh, this man. is good stuff. So, okay, here's what I want to know. Like you saying that, you know, carry the message and not the mess. Where did that come from? Well, you know, I'm also, I mean, I can't, by traditions, I shouldn't say it, but I've, I'm, a, I'm part of a fellowship. And there's so many different things because, you know, earlier in my life, 40 years ago, so don't, don't go look, if you want to go, what do you call that? When you go look at somebody from the sky, what do you call that? You can look at their house. What, what, huh? Bird's eye view. Not bird's eye view. It's, it's called Google Google Earth. Oh, Google Earth, so yeah. You, so, so all, <laughs> that wasn't where uh, I was oh, going hey, that, Okay, that works. All of my, my fans out there now, you can go, uh, you know, if I gave you my address, you can go Google Earth me. So I'm saying that as a pre-thing to say, like 40 years ago, I was in that whole hippie music, I mean, um, music, and I was into drugs and alcohol and all of this different stuff. But at the end of the day, man, I had to go through what they called different types of fellowships. And so because we were so manipulative back there, you know, you know how if you ask somebody something, they can always reverse it and put it on you. Well, people who did drugs back then, we were really, really good at that. So when we went into these fellowships, they couldn't just, they couldn't send us to church. They had to get us something where they could just lock us down really quick. And so one of the things that they would teach is like, carry the message, not the myth. Admit that you admit it that you're the problem. It's not the other person. See what part you played in it. And I'll tell you something, if I can, do I have a minute for me to do something? One of the things, you know, because I was selfish and self-centered. So ain't all my selfish and self-centered brothers out there, don't worry. There's hope for you. We're going to make you take a vision, make you put your hand up, because we know you didn't put your hand up yet because you're thinking about you. But let me give you something for that. Selfish and self-centered, that's the root of our problem. Driven by a hundred forms of fear, self-delusion, self-seeking, we step on the toes of our fellows and they retaliate, seemingly without provocation, because we invariably find that sometime in the past we made a decision based on ourselves. So guess what? Our problems of our own making, they arrive out of ourselves. So now, all my self-centered brothers and sisters out there, put your hand up. I'm a vision carrier. I'm a vision carrier. I know for me, I can be selfish and self-centered. I know for me, I can be selfish and self-centered. I know there are other people like me that are selfish and self-centered. I know there are other people hypothetically like me who are selfish and self-centered. <laughs> if I admit, if I can only admit that it's a we thing, that it's just not an I thing. Only admit that it's a we thing and not just I thing. I am now a vision carrier. A vision and carrier. And I promise. And I promise. Not to carry the mess. Not to carry the mess. But to carry the message to other selfish and self-centered people carry the message to other selfish and self-centered people. <laughs> All right. Uh, there's a number of uh, specifically men that listen to the show. They're family oriented, you know, young kids or of course, spouses, things like that. So Daniel, you seem to be a, a family man, of course. Um, I'd love to hear your advice to family men out there who are, who are focused on family and wanting to do the best for their kids and their wife. What encouragement would you have for them? Thank you. Keep your hand down, man. We're not finished with you. We got something for you. See, this is what this is about. It's about our sharing our experience, hope, and strength. So this is what this is about today. So this is for you, men. The first thing you have to do where your wife is in concern, hear me well. I've been on prayer lines. I've been on in men's groups. I've been all kind of stuff. So I'm speaking to you with some experience. The first thing you got to do is when she comes home with something that she went shopping for, don't ask her why, where she got it. Don't ask her what she paid for it. 
Just say, hey, honey, great. It was a sale. So acknowledge that it was a sale. See, once you do that, you take all the power away. That's a powerful piece. Because if you don't, what you're going to have is erosion. And then now you got to clean up the erosion. So that's the first thing. Okay, you got me with that? Now with the you. second thing you, as men, you know, because we do some crazy things. Don't fry bacon in the nude. I know you're macho man. Don't do that. For all my brothers out there, please don't do that. That's the second thing. Oh, man, where has Daniel been all my life? That's, that's the second <laughs> like, thing. really? Now, where your children are concerned. Now, I have eight children. So, and don't judge me. Yeah, you know, Moses, I mean, not Moses. Abraham said to, Abraham said to. I have eight children as okay, well. See? Yeah. See, this is a God yeah, So I'm not judging you. Uh, don't judge me. Yeah, see, don't judge me I mean. either. And we, we're, not and, judge and we're empowerment, yeah. brother. We we're can here. share with each other. Absolutely. Okay, you brothers out there who have more than eight children, you're going to take the pledge in a minute. So just, we're, we're coming to you. We got something for everybody on this show. Now. There may not be an audience for the more than eight children. Uh, yeah, crowd, well, but, you, know, you know, but guess what? If you go to church and, you know, you're a holy roller, you know that Abraham said to populate the earth. So. This ain't. This is not Danny saying this. So anyway, if you got children, this is the real deal. If you got younger children, allow them to be who they are. Don't shut them down. I had a daughter that was going to what's the name of that kind of school? It's um, oh man, it's it's a special type of school where it's a creative school where they let them to do everything, but they re- really keep them structured. Montessori, Montessori school. You gotta forgive me. I'm 61. I'm starting to think that I'm getting whatever I think I'm getting. It's real. It works for you when you don't want to. Remember something your wife tell you, but don't take that advice. So, anyway, if you got younger children, and you know, you let kind of let them do their thing. Kind of don't try to shut them down. Don't let them, you know, because you walk fifty miles, and you know, you want them to walk fifty. Let them kind of grow into who they need to grow. The real key piece, and hear what I tell you: when they become twelve, you got to start watching, because somewhere along the line, they get affected. Infected, but it ain't what we getting infected with now. They get infected with something else that, man, if you don't have no fortitude, man, they'll drive you up the wall. So let them go into the la-la land from 12 to maybe 17 and keep your children in bounds. Finally, for your, I have a daughter, my oldest child is 41. Finally, what you can do is what I'm doing. You keep staying abreast, you keep staying current, and guess what? You'll get even with every one of them. I tell my daughter now, you're not podcasting? Or when emailing first came in, I said, you still licking stamps and emails around? So these are the things that you can do to love on your family, but also allow you to understand that there are different personalities and you got to deal with different personalities. Just don't try to broad brush it. Daniel, that was uh, something else. You made a comment about bacon. Can you explain that comment? Well, now, okay, before we do that, all my men who think they're running stuff, think they got power, they think that they're controlling everything, raise your hand. I pledge. I pledge. To be a vision carrier. To be a vision carrier. I pledge. I pledge. Not to think that I'm running everything. Not to think that I'm running everything. I pledge. I pledge. That when the whole family leaves, including the dog, that's when I have power. That when the whole family leaves, including the dog, that's when I have power. And I will enjoy my power. And I will enjoy my power. All right. Now, you were asking me a question. I, you know, I, what was the question again? Well, you had made a comment about bacon, and I caught it and I laughed, but I wanted to follow up on it. What was the term? Do you remember? Don't fry the ba- bacon in the nude. 
Was yes. The, was the, well, yeah, it, this this was once again my ba- my, my bacon cooking brother. See, I'm not a real cook, so my wife is an international chef. But I one thing I did really learn how to do is cook bacon and eggs. You know, put eggs, put a little milk in it, put a little cheese in it. So it's kind of easy to kind of wrap it up with a little ham. You know, you do your thing. So I would. This is an actual experience. I was back then when you fr- fried bacon and it was bacon. It wasn't turkey bacon. So all my turkey bacon lovers, um, you get to you can raise your hand in a minute and become another vision carrier. But what happened was I was frying some bacon and I had been taking a shower and I said, "Oh my God, I'm frying the bacon!" So I ran out to tur- you know. I look good then. I don't want you to have this vision of this obese, overweight brother in the house running out of his shower to go turn over some bacon. But if you do, you can take the pledge. Don't be going to do no, nothing else crazy about this. And if you're home now frying bacon, please listen to the podcast. Don't go try to do it. But anyway, so I run out the shower, man. Picture this. I'm in the shower. You know, you got the bacon on the, in the pot. And you know, sizzling and you run. I said, Oh man, I forgot the bacon. I'm ready. It's, re- it, oh, oh, oh. And I run out, man. And I get there. I get there. And I forget that I'm naked. And I start turning the bacon. And guess what happened? You know what happened. Pop, 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 And can you imagine what else happened? So let me give you the end to this story. There's hope here. There's hope. There's empowerment. If you do happen to do that, run back into the shower. All right. If you have an, is it, are we talking bacon grease splatter here? Is that what happened? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't really. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how you end on a better word than that. Uh, so Brian, I, I think uh, I, I'll try to close out with, uh, we'll start with Brian and then we'll, we'll close with you, Daniel. This has been a fun conversation. I feel challenged. I feel infected. I feel like I'm a visionary. Thank you for that. And Brian, what final thoughts would you have <laughs> on this particular conversation? The only final thoughts I have is when you listen to Daniel, you can tell he's just a natural storyteller. He's a na- he naturally is inclined to bring up things from the past and share. And that is such a powerful tool with podcasting. It's something that anybody can learn from. And we're not all going to have your style and flair and, and your amazing voice, but we can all take those tools that a lot of us are naturally given. And those of us who aren't like me, I'm not natu- I don't naturally have those abilities. You can develop those abilities and it makes for really, it's a great way to connect with other people. Oh, well said. And Daniel, if you'd bring us home, final thoughts for anyone who's out here listening, they've enjoyed this. They're not messing with bacon naked. Let's just bring it home. What, what's your final thoughts for today? All right. Thank you. Thank you once again out there. Once again, I want to encourage you to come to Podcast 2016 in Chicago. Make sure you bring your clothes. Don't try to break, you know, don't try to, you know, come in there talking about you fried breaking in the news and take over my story. But what I want to suggest to you is that you can tell your story. That's the one thing you have is your story. And see, a lot of us are afraid to tell our story because we're afraid that what, what is Jared going to think about me? What is this one going to think about me? But guess what? As you tell your story, somebody else, you know, when I, I used to be ashamed to t- say that I had a living challenge. When I told that story in my church, when I tell that story, just to be talking about it because I'm free of it, guess what? Other people begin to say, hey, man, you know, I got that challenge, too, and I was afraid to say it. So it's an, your story is an empowerment, okay? And I like to be called Danny. They See, I guess they wanted me to be a double agent because they put Daniel on here. I guess maybe somebody must have known that I fried bacon in the news. They wanted to change my name, but I like it to be called Danny. So for my nation out there that's listening, you know, you can call me Danny. You can call me Daniel. That's what my mother called me. But what I like for you to do right now, put up your hand. 
and say to yourself, I am a vision carrier. I am a vision vision carrier. carrier. I am empowered to do what I need to do. I am empowered to do what I need to do. I know this is a we thing. This is not an I thing. I know this is a we thing. This is not an I thing. And I can admit when something's wrong. And I can admit when something's wrong. And I can share with other people the exact natures of my wrong. And I can share with other people the exact natures of my wrong. And if I just get one person, one person that I empower, If I just get one person, one person that I empower, I've carried the vision. I've carried the vision. And not the mess. And not the mess. God bless. Selfish and self-centered, that's the root of our problem. Driven by a hundred forms of fear, self-delusion, self-seeking, we step on the toes of our fellows and they retaliate, seemingly without provocation, because we invariably find that sometime in the past we made a decision based on ourselves. So guess what? Our problems of our own making, they arrive out of ourselves. So now, all my self-centered brothers and sisters out there, put your hand up. I'm a vision carrier. I know for me, I can be selfish and self-centered. I know that other people like me that are selfish and self-centered. If I can only admit that it's a we thing, that it's just not an I thing, I am now a vision carrier. And I promise not to carry the mess, but to carry the message to other selfish and self-centered people.